0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: You have just tuned in to the midweek pick-me-up energy show, featuring professional officiant, tuning fork facilitator, and author, Marcy Anchi. In 1988, Marcianne discovered the quantum fields of energy and vibration. And since then, her life has been a day-to-day experiment in knowing how to live in light energy for happiness, health, and wealth. She shares the principles and laws of light energy as they operate in everyday life. And now, here is Marcy Ann.
0: Hi, this is Marcianne, and I had a dream last night. It just was so vivid, and I saw everything so clearly. And when I woke up, I said out loud, should I tell this dream? And the answer I got was an overwhelming, yes, tell this dream. So I'm going to share the dream but first of all, let me set the stage for telling the dream because earlier that day, I had watched a national news program that reported that there had been 45 people either killed or wounded over Easter weekend in Chicago. And this news reporter had on his guest, had a guest on his show, it was a black clergyman Uh, from one of the black neighborhoods where much of the violence had taken place. And he asked this black clergyman what he thought the answer to the problem was. And this black clergyman said, better education and more funding of new programs to help black people. So um, my message today is, is primarily... To black people but it actually is for everybody <laughs> but the dream was uh, about black people well the, the here's the dream the English and mostly the Spanish and the Portuguese went to Africa to find labor to help them develop South America starting in Brazil and then on into the other countries of South America and uh, coming up to Cuba as well to mine the gold and the silver and grow sugarcane and cotton and other farm products. Now, when these conquerors went to Africa, they presented their proposal to the Africans. And the proposal was that the Africans could go to a new land, and have a new life, and they would have work to do, and they could build a new life for themselves. They would have homes and food to eat and work to do, and they could make a new life for themselves. Well, in the dream, I saw that the Africans greatly desired to do this, and i saw them trying desperately to get upon the ships to get on the ship so they could go to the new land they just they fought each other to be able to get onto those ships to be the one who got that one last spot and when a new ship would come to get more laborers Again, the Africans would just do anything to get on those ships. Take me! Don't leave me to go behind. I want to go! Take me! Take me! I don't want to stay here. Take me! That was the dream. Now, the question I've asked for as long as I've been alive was, how in the world did the people of Africa become slaves? I mean, were they just all rounded up at gunpoint and put into pens and bound with ropes and chains and forced at gunpoint to get on the ships to be taken to South America? I mean, who rounded them all up and forced them to get on the ships? These were the questions I've always asked. What about their free will? This is a free will planet. Nothing is done to anyone on this planet that violates their free will once their free will is activated. Are Africans less than human and don't have a free will? Are they a different breed of human that can't think for themselves and will just follow along like a sheep, and if one sheep jumps off the cliff, all the sheep jump off the cliff? And if they do have a free will, why would they allow anyone to round them up and put them in a pen and bind them with ropes and at gunpoint put them on a ship? It seemed to me that it would take a huge number of armed men to do this and wouldn't people run away? I mean, wouldn't a normal person run away when they found out there was a wholesale kidnapping going on? Would you stick around? I mean, I would hightail it to the interiors of Africa far away from the coast where the ships were loading up the prisoners. There's but you know what? There's no evidence that England or Spain or Portugal sent in huge armies of men to get these laborers. They wouldn't subject their men to risk the mortality rates of armed conflict. So the truth is that the Africans were not prisoners. The Africans couldn't wait to get onto the ships. They climbed over each other to get onto the ships. They wanted to go to a new land. They wanted to have a new life. They volunteered to go. Now, of course, what happened after that is a different story. And in those days, there was no communication like we have today. I mean, the volunteers couldn't get back the news back to the homeland about what had happened to them. But the truth is, they did get a new life. They did go to a new land. And yes, they had work. And they also got homes and food to eat and a life that was apparently better than what they had in Africa. And eventually... They got the opportunity to come to America. And here they started out living on the plantations and doing the work of the plantations. Once again, this was more of a volunteer situation. Well, we'll try the new land. And on the plantations, they had homes to live in and food to eat, and they had their families. And in many cases, and almost most cases, life was better than it was in Africa. Now, if anybody has read President Obama's book, The Dreams of My Father, you would learn what he learned when he went to Africa to find out about his father. And he learned that life in Africa is still in many ways a lot like it was when the Africans volunteered to go on the Spanish and the Portuguese ships to get out of Africa and to go to South America. And when Katrina devastated New Orleans and President Obama went down there to look at the damage, this is what he said. He says, it is tragic what happened to those homes after the dam to Lake Pontchartrain broke. But all I have to say that most black people in this country live better than their brothers and sisters in Africa. Every black person here in the U.S. has a home with a roof on it and wood floors, not dirt. And they have windows and screens to keep out the bugs, and an indoor toilet, and in most cases, air conditioning and heating and running water, and a kitchen stove, not a campfire, and beds to sleep on at night with blankets and sheets, not a rug on the ground. And this still is the greatest country in the whole world where there is opportunity for anyone to be whatever they want to be. And, of course, he was speaking as the President of the United States (laughs) because before he became President and before he went to law school, he worked as an activist in Chicago, and he met with these clergymen like the one who was on the national news show this past weekend, who would say, well, we just need better schools, and we need more money for more programs to help our black folks. Okay, we don't need better schools. My daughter is a school teacher in an 80% black high school in Texas, and she says the programs and the classes that are available are Excellent. And if a student was interested, he or she could receive a very first-class education and be well-prepared to enter into society with valuable labor skills. She has on the average of about 175 students each semester, and she says she has yet to have even one set of parents come and talk to her about their child during parent-teacher sessions. She has yet to have even one set of parents show any interest in their child's welfare. On parent-teacher nights, she just sits there at her desk. No one shows up. And the dropout rate in her school continues to be over 50%, less than 50% of her students graduate from high school, much less think in terms of pursuing a college education. And she also is the teacher coordinator for the Future Business Leaders of America at her school. And the only students in this program at this school come from the 7% of Asian students that attend there. She says, Mom, the black kids could care less about getting an education. They have no parental support, and they feel like no one really cares about them, so they don't care. And they are hostile to any kind of encouragement from me to try to get them interested. And if you ask them what they want to be when they grow up, they say a rock star or play in the NFL. And it's for more money, for more programs to help black people. I mean, more programs in addition to aid-to-dependent children and food stamps and health care and Social security disability, I mean, just how much more can we do? I live here in California, and uh, we don't see the Mexicans needing a lot of welfare support, and you don't see Asians using any welfare support. So the message now is, the time has come for black people to begin to take responsibility for their own welfare And it's time for black people to take responsibility for the welfare of their children. And it's time for black people to quit playing the slave card. Because the truth is, black people volunteered to be the laborers. They wanted to get out of Africa and have a new life in a new land. And if you are a black person, You are in the new land, and the time has come now for you to make your new life in the new land. You know, there are more programs on Blog Talk Radio that are being broadcast by black people to black people than any other stream of information today. I listen to them. They are terrific programs with all kinds of information and ideas that are enlightening and empowering. And every day, these black broadcasters discuss the current situation and make marvelous suggestions. So listen in and get some ideas for yourself. And every commercial on television today has a black person in it. They're driving new cars, (laughs) watching big screen TVs, wearing the latest fashion, going to Disneyland, living the good life here in the USA. And in all of the television shows, it's the black people that's the judge or the police chief or the real smart computer person that figures it out or the president of the corporation or the general in the army. So uh, the media has done about as much as they can. To uh, condition white people to respond to black people positively. I mean, black people have been telling white people what to do on television now for a long time, and the media has gone too far, as far as I'm concerned, to disempower the police in their efforts to keep peace and safety in the black neighborhoods. Because this lot, this past Memorial Memorial Day weekend in Chicago, was the bloodiest ever recorded in police statistics. So, if you don't like the life you have here, then first of all, you're free to go back to Africa. Or you can just quit blaming the white man for your plight and begin to make the life you want. And I would say this to everybody, because the time is now over for being the victim, for blaming anyone yourself for your own situation. It's now on everyone's shoulders to have what kind of a life they want to have. It's all up to us now. You could start your process of freedom by thinking what you would need to do if all the welfare programs were stopped. Like no more aid to dependent children, no more food stamps, no more health care, no more social security disability. You're on your own now. So what would you do? You know, it is now possible to complete the high school education online, and almost most states have free community colleges. So there just is absolutely no excuse today for anyone not having an education. So. It's up to you. Decide what you want, set your goals, and take that first step along the path to freedom. On my website, www.marciann.com, on the radio page, I have seven videos. They are also on YouTube about how to have the life you've always wanted. You know, everyone has the divine spark of light from God. Everyone breathes the breath of life from God. And Jesus said that the kingdom of God is inside everyone. Not just white people, everyone. So just light that fire within you and begin the process of creating what you want in your own life. Because there's no limit to what is possible. There's no barrier to achieving any goal that you set for yourself. All barriers to your successes are just in your own mind. What you think you are is what you are. What you think you can do, you can do. So watch my seven videos on how to have your wonderful life here on Earth.
1: That's our show for today. Thanks so much for listening. You can contact Marcianne on her website, www. Ann.com. You can also view all of Marcianne's videos on YouTube by putting Marcianne in the YouTube search window. You can download her book for free at www.mrrightforme.com And if you want to go into business for yourself, take a look at Marcianne's Weddings and Celebrations Business Startup Course at www.weddingofficiantschool.com The the middle-of-the-week pick-me-up energy show is broadcast live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Coast time from Marcianne's studios in Southern California. All shows are also archived and can be listened to at any time in any place in the world.